Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFTA. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a program that's got fish fever. Yeah. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley Pickle. Hi, friends. Happy Tuesday. Wednesday. 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 You know yeah. why it's Wednesday? Because Grev is here. Because Greg Powers is here. Our That's a good look. Here, Dave Campbell's text football. What's well, a good look? Just Greg just have to get it. Was in the making slack. A, a face. Have to get the look in this looks in the slack. Grev's looks. Hashtag Grev looks. <laughs> uh, Grev gazes. Uh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Hello, Greg. What's up? It's good to see you. Yeah. We're back after a week off of, and and, and I missed you. I, I missed you too, man. I, uh, I'm glad that you had a good time. I uh, I can't say that I missed everyone in the office, but uh, I you miss me. <laughs> I'll take that as a win. Today is Wednesday, March 22nd, 2022. 246 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to whose birthday is today? Um, according to the internet, mm-hmm. today is the birthday of Reese Witherspoon. Today oh. is also the okay. birthday of JJ Watt. Watt, Watt, sorry, uh, as well as the 92nd birthday of uh, William Shatner. So there you go. That's his. It's weird that it's J.J. Watt's birthday. Yeah. I was thinking about J.J. Watt today, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Former two-star. Oh, oh, is he? Is I imagine he is a guy who lives in infamy in, um, in recruiting circles. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, who... I was... I was <laughs> Very, I was self-reflecting on my recruiting list. You know, Uh yesterday we released, you know, some uh, five stars, potential five stars in the class of 2025. Right. And I was just thinking, you know, who's that one huge miss? I don't know. I haven't had that one like J.J. Watt two star that I could. Think yeah, of. who's who's? I guess we'll get into this in a moment. But like, uh, it's episode 1,558. Um, 
I guess who is your and obviously there are guys that you give a five star to and they just don't pan out. Yeah, that's not those what I'm talking. Easier to find. That's not what I'm talking about. Well, because and that's just unfortunately that's just kind of rolling the dice because right. there's injuries, there's personal situations, there's tragedies, there's just like underachieving stuff like that. You know, there's there's and and to be clear, that's not to say that you don't uh, miss on guys and you're like this guy's a star and it turns out he's just not that good. Right. But is there a guy that springs to mind as far as? He turned out to be just a super duper star, and you're like, eh, he's all right. I think, I mean, I can't say that this guy's a super duper star, but the only player that I can think of that I've rated in my career that was less than three stars that got drafted in the first round was last year's first round pick by the Dallas Cowboys, Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith. That's and I don't know that that's a huge miss because no one had Tyler Smith. I mean, I guess it's a huge, I guess it's a miss. I mean, but he went to Tulsa. Um, he went to Tulsa, and he was cons- he was considered a pretty sizable reach at when he yeah, was drafted in the first right. round. But he, he had a great a, season; like yeah, he, he was really good. Right. So obviously, the Cowboys the Cowboys saw something that functionally nobody else saw. I feel right? like, but they also had now. like four more years to see that. I feel like that's what makes like what y'all do hard. I guess that's true. Yeah, they've got because they've, they've got, got four tape. more years Although of even college, his college tape, tape. It was fine. I mean, yeah, so, they they definitely hit on that one, but I just remember it makes it a little bit easier too. And, and you 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 I think you too both follow the Cowboys closer than I I do. But at the same time, I I feel like the talk around Tyler Smith was that the size is there. Right, he's still a little raw. He's not super technically sound. I didn't expect him to have the first year that he had. Yeah. I know that he was forced in by injury mm-hmm. and that, but I mean he he, he was a, he was very well. he was very solid. Well, right? I think that was the thing with JJ Watt. If you look back at it, how he looked in high school, like I didn't, I don't think anyone would have projected that that size body could have grown out of what he looked like in high school. Got my, it. my buddy Alan True, who was with me at Scout that time, had the Midwest rankings, and he that's one that he hates to. Tyler Smith. Yeah. yeah. No. No. JJ Watt. JJ Watt. Yeah, because he looked like. I mean, he, he looked like me in high TJ school. And made him a three star. So, <laughs> <He doesn't. laughs> oops. Hey, listen. We all, from we one all, watch. We all we all miss from time to time. Uh, coming up here on today's show, we got this week in recruiting with Greg Powers. Uh, we're going to talk all things recruiting across the Lone Star State in the back half of the show. He caught up. He was down in Katie Pato, caught up with their star defensive end, Logan Thomas. Uh, if you think that uh, because David Hicks is gone, uh, that uh, suddenly the cupboard is uh, is bare there at Katie Pato. We have some breaking news for you. Uh, far from far from uh, a bear there down there at, at Peyto, we will hear uh, from Logan Thomas, uh, probably the new star defensive end. Yeah. It really would have been the star defensive end if he didn't play with David Hicks last year. He was really good anyway. I yeah. mean, he's like a stand-up edge outside linebacker he's type. Massive. Um, really passes the eyeball test. So we will hear from him coming up here at the back half of the show. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was 0-3 bodied stepside. Rob Hadaway, Nick Morton, and then we'll go to Facebook for our other one. Welcome in uh, Ryan Smicka. Welcome, Welcome to in. the show. Friends, we appreciate you spending Friends. a little bit of your day with us. <clears throat> Got two weeks built up. It's like You're stretching. We're ready. All right. That you, you're going to injure yourself. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. This is This Week in Cruton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers, our recruiting analyst here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Follow him on Twitter at GPower. Scout see his fine work at texasfootball.com slash recruiting. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Chicken Express, when, when you see the yellow... <laughs> You know you're in for it, fella. 
I did not know how you were going to pull that one off, but well done. Well done. Uh, I I just appreciate their branding. I just appreciate, like, they're just like, no, we're the yellow team. Yep. Well, that's like when you're driving down the highway and you see the Chicken Express 18-wheeler. Like, you can't miss it. It's a flying chicken on a giant yellow truck. Get your attention. The, um, it's, honestly, I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine about how I hate when teams who do not have black as one of their standard colors wear black jer- wear black yeah. uniforms. Mm-hmm. It drove me nuts. I'm not picking on A&M, but when they wore those anthracite jerseys, like the gray, it's like, dude, A&M, your look is so good. The maroon and the white is so good. Like, stick with it. Just go with that. You don't have to trick it up. And 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 what I appreciate about Chicken Express <laughs> is that they're just like we're the yellow team. You and know, we will always be the yellow. You know team. what doesn't get enough credit at Chicken Express? What's that? The fried chicken. It's fried and chicken. The, yeah. And I'm, I, I'm talking about the chicken with bones. The bones chicken. in it. Yeah. Because yeah. we always the go chicken. tendies. The chicken chicken. I got a last time I was on Loop 12. Mm-hmm. I was visiting Cedar Hill, and I stopped in at a chicken. You know, Chicken Express. If there's a Chicken Express when I'm on one of these recruiting visits, you've got like they're a, getting a stop. You've got a radar. I mean, that's an important part of the recruiting visit. I got the like a combo at it was called the Manager Special. They had a Manager Special. Ooh, that two slaps. can't go wrong. When does a manager at Chicken Express ever let yeah. you wrong? Two pieces of fried chicken. I didn't go for the tendies, dude. Their 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 actual fried I'm chicken hungry. should get more credit. We're big tendies fans. We're right? I mean we yeah. talk a lot about the tendies, but I haven't had man I haven't had like I haven't had like a drummy and a breast in a while. I yeah, yeah probably since my parents would always order that, and we were like, no, we want tenders because we were kids, and they're like, no, trust did your, me. Did your and this this feels like from a bygone era, uh-huh. uh, but I know they have them there. Uh, livers and gizzards. They, yes, they still have. They them. still have them there. My grandmother loved livers. Yeah, I and think gizzards. that's a very old people. I, mm-hmm. I can't pull down them. I can't do it. I can't do it. But like, if you're hungry and you don't have a ton of money, like, not that you need a ton of money to, ch- to get anything there at Chicken Express. We love you, Chickeny. Uh, it's this week in recruiting with Greg Powers. Let's start with the link that he sent me. We're going to start with our Prospect on the Rise. Prospect on the Rise, we're going to DFW, specifically the east side of DFW, to talk about uh, Saxy defensive end Chetta Ophili, who is now a DCTF three-star prospect and added a couple of offers this week. Been a DCTF three-star. He's Just been, want to oh, okay. clarify. He's been a, three, a DCTF three-star. I apologize. Uh, a DCTF three-star, Chetta Ophili, uh, had added some offers from uh, SMU, Tulane, and Vanderbilt. So he picks up a... a, 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 a uh, a AAC offer as well as uh, a couple of AAC offers as well as a, a, an SEC offer. He already had offers in state from places like North Texas, Texas Tech, and SFA. This is a guy that was at the Under Armour Next Camp here right. in Dallas and really impressed there. Yeah, and a sleeper who is definitely on the rise. He had only in state offers. You can see his list starting to go a little bit more national. I mean, um, Six three two ten, but he's very athletic. Really, w- with a lot of experience playing with his hand in the dirt, and that's great for him because he's one of these guys with, at his height and weight, with a tremendous wingspan, mm-hmm. long arms, can really um, get off the ball well. Look, you can see him here batting down a pass. Um, that's what he's going to be bringing to the table. Be interesting to see how um, his recruitment goes because I think he's a guy who's on the precipice of picking up some more P five offers and can. In-state schools like Texas Tech and SMU uh, outlast some of the the national push that's going to come for him. You know, he's a guy that, you know, like to me, I think of 
like Purdue should have already offered him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Purdue's really making some headway in the state of Texas. Um, Michigan State, you know, schools like the, schools like that are like the type of schools I see coming through in the spring and uh, really turning up the heat on him and, and making him think about playing uh, somewhere else outside of the Lone Star State. But we'll see. Um, but he's definitely a guy who I think catches a lot of attention as we transition into April and college coaches start hitting the road again. It's coming up pretty soon. Yeah, uh, coaches are going to be out and about here uh, pretty soon. And one guy that they're going to be checking out is Chet Ophelia, the defensive end from Saxe. Let's stay in the DFW Metroplex to talk about our Commit of the Week. Our Commit of the Week, we're going to the west side of DFW to talk about uh, Alito's soon-to-be senior linebacker, Davon Keys who pulled the trigger this week for LSU, taking the Tigers over places like TCU, A&M, Alabama, and Oklahoma. He committed back on March 11th. We've got him number 46 in the DCTF uh, 2024 hot, hot, uh, DCTF Rising Hot 100. Um, he's a guy, it's funny, like he's a linebacker, but like, Ooh. It was funny. I was looking for a photo of him, yeah. and there's just a lot of photos of him carrying the ball too, because he he plays running back as well. Yeah, he's uh, one of these guys who really fits into that new age style, where uh, a lot of colleges love these guys to be playing on the offensive side of the ball. Can they convert a big wide receiver and grow him into a safety mm-hmm. or a linebacker or a running back and flip him over and play linebacker? Well, the cool thing about Keys is is he is a linebacker who can also play running back which speaks to his athleticism and overall upside i don't think he's going to be a liability in coverage i think he's a guy who continues to get better as he transitions into the college strength and conditioning program around 205 210 pounds right now but i think he's going to be bulked up and playing you know around 230 in the sec and i I doubt that he'll lose much of his quickness or speed as he makes that um upward trajectory in the weight room Absolutely, yeah. Davon Keys, you know, the latest in a long line of Alito stars, and and the thing about him, you know, he is, he's bigger than you think. Like he's like, he you, he. Pl- I think because he plays really fast, you think like, oh, he's probably like two hundred five, something like that. It's like no, he's two thirty. Like he's yeah. a thick dude, but he moves so well that it's it's easy to to think that he's smaller than he is. But that's why I think LSU's got to be really excited to get a guy like that that they can really probably just plug in the middle of their defense and feel like, yeah, we're good. Don't worry about that anymore. Yeah, and I really, I guess shocked isn't the word, but he went down to Baton Rouge for an unofficial visit. When he came back, he's like, I know wow. where I want to go. They really so sold he wasted it. no time saying go Tigers after he went down there for, it was probably like at the beginning of spring break or something mm-hmm. like that, quickly pulled the trigger on his commitment to play in the SEC. Let's roll on to our underclassmen of the week. Our underclassmen of the week, we're going to McKinney to talk about their uh, linebacker in the class of 2025, uh, Riley Pettijohn, who picked up a couple of offers this week, some big ones. Uh, Texas Tech, Nebraska, Michigan, Syracuse, and Arkansas. Now he has more than 10 offers joining places like Baylor, SMU, North Texas, Texas State, and UTSA. Now, you note on TexasFootball.com that I think they're, you know, you, the, the big headliners are, oh, Nebraska, Texas Tech is offering, you know, Michigan, Arkansas. The Syracuse offer is might fly under people's radar if you don't know his history. Yeah, his dad is Duke Pettijohn, who was a two-time all-conference defensive lineman at Syracuse, and I think that that was a pretty cool thing for his family. I, I guarantee you that McKinney head coach Marcus Shavers would also be pretty excited about the offer from the Hogs up in Fayetteville as well, you know, mm-hmm. because that's where he played his college football. Mm-hmm. So that's another needle mover. And this is a guy who's really just getting started in his recruitment. He, he, You can see that he's doubled his offer list in a week and went from five 
to 10. Mm. And another one of these guys who I think when colleges come through in the spring evaluation period are going to be really impressed because Pettijohn has made tremendous strides in the strength and conditioning program at McKinney. Mm-hmm. he really passes the eyeball test. And uh, I watched him play in the season last year a couple of times and, and walked away impressed. But when I saw him when I went through um, McKinney on a, a visit, I was like, wow, yeah. this dude is like hitting his stride right now from a physical standpoint. And I think that as um, things go along, he, he's just going to be one of these guys in the class of 2025 who – Puts his best foot forward for four-star status at some point. I got to tell you, though, we're back in, tw- in 2025. Yeah. We're back into a situation where it's going to be a deep class. Like 2023 was? Yeah. Really? It, mm-hmm. It's going to be really deep because I had a hard time. I planned on naming 25 four-stars on that class of 2025 five-star watch list. Mm-hmm. And we already had 10. So I wanted to name 15 more. We ended up naming 40 total count to Corian Moore, who's already a five-star. Holy cow. So I just couldn't quit. And there were still a few guys who I felt like I cheated by leaving them off of that list. And so it, it's just a great group. Well, that's why we pay the big bucks. You got to make those hard decisions. <laughs> I mean, you know, why do you think you're here? Let's let's make some more stars. Also to also yeah exactly. We love stars. stars. Sprinkle with stars, <laughs> stuff like that. Let's round it all out with our recruiter of the week. Our recruiter of the week. Let's go to Midlothian to talk about their soon to be senior wide receiver Bryant Wesco, who is was the overall MVP at the Under Armour Next Camp in Dallas, and I've seen like multiple. I follow a couple of recruiting people on Twitter, um, but I'm, I'm not like you where your timeline yeah. is full of recruiting guys. Um, even I have seen a lot of buzz around Bryant Wesco, and I'm only kind of like surface-level guy. Um, why Why is he suddenly all over the place? We need a fire emoji. Yeah. Like to pop fire emoji. Yeah, he's the guy Bryant everyone's Wesco. talking about. Fire. Yeah, I mean, well, 24-7 Sports named him as the number one player in the state of Texas Wow, this week. So he went up to number one with a bullet following his performance at this camp. Uh, reason being is he's got tremendous ball skills. Can, mm-hmm. He's tall and long and has a great catch radius, um, can make plays over the top of defensive backs, and he runs really well at his size, has has great athleticism or overall athleticism at the position. Um, and he also picked up some big invitations following his MVP performance at the UA camp. He has an invitation now to play in the Under Armour All-America game and the All-American Bowl. He got both of those invitations in one week, got named number one, picked up an offer from Clemson, Mm. um, was named the UA Camp MVP. I mean, have yourself a week, Bryant Wesco. Uh, And I guess now is like trying to figure out where he's going to play his college football at, right? Um, He will remind Clemson fans who just offered this week, I think, a little bit of Justin Ross. I think that's probably Mm, a good – maybe T. Higgins Mm -hmm. is a good comparison for him of guys who went to Clemson. I I think Oklahoma is in a pretty good spot here. Yeah, they – well, and and to be in a good spot for this young man who everyone is talking about at the moment is uh, certainly something uh, to be reckoned with. So Oklahoma in the driver's seat for a guy like Bryant Wesco, who is our recruit of the week here on Texas Football Today. Always our recruiting analyst of the week. Correct. Reigning defending. Undisputed. It's Greg also Powers. Five, five stars. Recruiting analyst. So there's only okay, one You don't have me. to tell you the people that. Oh, sorry, it doesn't people. seem important. Yeah, I am. Take the, the reigning, defending, undisputed five recruiting star. champion here. Six star. At Dave baby. Campbell's Texas Let's football. Go. Five star powers. plus. Uh, powers, appreciate your time. And uh, stick around because I need you to tell me who you talk to. Okay.
Okay. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DTTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Now, let's pay some bills. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loved doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. The 83rd KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship, the most historic and prestigious event in senior golf, kicks off an unprecedented run of major championships coming to PGA Frisco over the next 11 years. From May 24th to May 28th, join us as the best golfers over the age of 50 compete to have their name etched on the Alfred S. Bourne Trophy. Past senior PGA champions have included true legends of the game like Sarazen, Sneed, Palmer, Nicholas, Player, and Watson. A limited number of hospitality, pro-am, and ticket opportunities remain available for you to be a part of the first major championship at PGA Frisco. And keep in mind, corporate clients and ticket purchasers at this May's KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship will receive priority access to offerings at future major championships held at PGA Frisco, including the 2025 KPMG Women's PGA Championship and the 2027 PGA Championship. Visit srpga.com for more information. Powers, you were on the road, as you so often are, and you went down to the H-Town area. Yeah, Katie Pato got to meet with uh, head coach David Hicks, new head coach David Hicks. Mm-hmm. Interesting changes going on down there. I think that their uh, team is going to be mired in a tough district battle for a mm-hmm. playoff spot. That's one of the most intriguing yeah. districts to me, honestly. It's really fun and cool what they have going on. It is. In it, yeah, there's a lot of talent down there, and it's, it is a is bedlam in that district. Well, so. one of those talented guys is defensive end Logan Thomas, who has a bunch of offers, and he's trying to make a decision on where he's going to play his college football. Let's see if we can glean some insights and read the tea leaves. Here's Logan Thomas and Katie Pato here on Texas Football Today. Greg Powers, Dave Campbell's Texas football, and I'm out here at Katy Pato High School, and I'm joined by one of the top recruits in the country, Logan Thomas, man. Uh, been a big offseason for you so far. Um, 2023 season's coming fast for you. You're going to be a senior. You're going to be a leader on this team. Why don't you just kind of talk about what the offseason's been like and uh, how you're taking that senior leadership role on your shoulders. Uh, yes, sir. The offseason here has been great. You know, we've had a lot of uh, ups and downs to it, you know, started in boot camp, but, you know, worked our way out of that. And just been focusing on the little things, discipline and team bonding and becoming one, one unit. 
A lot of uh, upperclassmen on the team going on to college that are on the defensive front. Now you're kind of the, the guy up there on that unit. What was it like learning from guys like, you know, Jar Anderson, David Hicks Jr., and those type of guys here at the school? Uh, it was great. You know, everybody has their own special gifts to offer. So to be able to have three super good guys and just take, take one from everyone, it just makes you a great player uh, all around. I guess they taught him something because he went on to the National All-American Combine and was named the MVP there. And really, I guess – it's not fair to call somebody that's got 25 or 30 scholarship offers a sleeper, but you kind of shed that a little bit of a sleeper status out there um, and arrived on the national radar. What was that whole experience like and what's it been like since then? It's, I guess it's been like a whirlwind of like college attention and offers, that kind of stuff. Uh, yes, sir. It was a good experience to go out there and show people what I was capable of doing, you know, put it on a big stage. But yes, sir, after that, it's just every college has been hitting me up and it's been a good experience, though. Who was the first uh, scholarship offer, offer after that camp that kind of got the ball rolling? Uh, U of H, like 30 minutes after the camp, was the first one. So Houston right here, the local school, was after him. Man, if we were going to go down your whole entire recruiting list, we'd be here a long time. He hasn't named a list of favorites yet, so that's going to come in the near future. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you about some specifically that I think that maybe um, – fans might be interested to hear you talk about or, or you know maybe I might be interested to hear you talk about and I'm going to start in I guess you can't really call it the Big 12 anymore it's really the SEC it's uh, Oklahoma up in Norman what do you like about Brent Venable's program and what keeps the Sooners in the picks for in the mix for Logan Thomas uh, I like how they uh the culture they have up there and then they just uh worry like take care of you after football and like set you up for life after football and it's more than what's on the field you know it truly feels like a family when you're up there have you been able to so you've been up there you've been on the visit what's the campus like maybe give a texas guy a a, a picture or a, maybe explain what it's like up at ou uh it's super nice i don't know they call it i think the palace but you know you roll up and it literally looks like a castle up there like it's pretty nice I heard the rumor is they're about to build some nice new dorms and stuff like that up there, too. I don't know, but some new stuff coming at OU. Probably always, you know, reinventing that program. Uh, school that I'm really not that familiar with, but you're going to get a closer look at later this spring is Notre Dame. Um, why did that offer jump towards, you know, you haven't named any top schools yet, but why did that offer jump, you know, as to one of the potential suitors for you? Uh, just for what they have to offer for me for life after football, you know, great education up there. And, you know, I'm originally from Ohio, so I have family that's close to up there. So kind of kind of going back home-ish, but really the big education thing for me. And they still, like, compete for a national championship up there too. So best of both worlds. What are you hopeful to see at Notre Dame? I know they have a defensive-minded coach in Marcus Freeman who I guess, I mean, I think he played at Ohio State. Yes, sir. Um, just ready, just want to see, like, the campus, you know, see what they have to offer me, and uh, just go from there. Uh, going to switch gears a little bit and go in-state. Texas Tech and Lubbock, uh, they seem to have done a really good job starting to make inroads with some of the state's top recruits under the Joey McGuire-led era there. Yes, yeah, sir. I feel like uh, Coach McGuire's done a great job turning around that program, you know, as they had a pretty good season. And you go up there, and it's like a vibe and a culture that you really could see yourself being around. What is it about um, – Texas Tech that is relevant to recruits in like this recruiting class why are so many guys buzzing about it Ooh, I really think it's just like like I said the culture the vibe that you get when you're up there it's like we're up there on a visit but you're ready to go compete and go work out for them right then and there you know you feel like Coach McGuire is a genuine type of dude 
Yes, sir. He's, uh, he's pretty funny, actually. He's a funny guy, but, you know, get straight down to business when it's time for that. I feel like I'm sitting in at Katie Pato. I got to ask about Texas A&M. You know, Damian Sanford signed, with, signed there a couple years ago. David Hicks Jr. signed, you know, in this latest class. Um, why is A&M a school that is a serious contender for you? Uh, kind of for the reasons you just said, you know, going up there and playing with two of my teammates that I played with last year and Damian the year before that is just, you know, kind of already have that culture and that bond built with them and seeing that they like trust the coaches and staff up there. I know that I could trust them also. Uh, any plans to maybe make a return trip to College Station? Yes, sir. I'm trying to get up there for a spring, uh, spring game, a spring scrimmage. What's their pitch to you? How do they see you fitting in that defensive scheme? Uh, they haven't told me exactly yet, but it's going to be an edge. Gotcha. Yes, sir. When it comes down to it, do you feel like there's something that you have to have in a college? You know, for me, I'd be like, oh, well, I have to have uh, Whataburger within three miles of the campus. That's something mundane. That's not something that you're going to be looking for as a recruit. But what what do you feel like something that you can't live without? Uh, I just feel like I want to play in the defense. I can uh, show off my versatility, you know, that I can play in space, but also rush the passer. And um, just, like I said, somewhere that feels like home, feels like family. Got a lot of offers out there, and you mentioned that you're an Ohio guy. Is there any offer out there that you would uh, feel hungry to get or would be interested in if they did step to you? I guess I guess for you it's a little bit later in the process. Uh, yes, sir, Ohio State and, of course, Alabama, but Ohio State's a big one. Where are you from in Ohio? Uh, I was born in Akron. Gotcha. So if the Buckeyes are watching this, which I know you are, go ahead and extend this uh, former Ohio native an offer, man. Logan, thanks for the time. Congratulations as you go through uh, the recruiting process, and good luck with your upcoming season. Yes, sir. Thank you. There is Logan Thomas, defensive end from Katie Pato, joining us here on Texas Football Today. Uh, another in our ongoing series of Greg Powers talks to large humans. Yeah, no doubt. Another big boy. <laughs> <laughs> Pickle, we were in the interview, and Pickle just goes, he's big. Yeah, I was like, that is a large human. Yeah, uh, these recruits are just getting bigger and stronger and better. It's frightening. Texas has good football players, y'all. Just yeah. letting you know. I'm just letting you know. You now. know what? You know what? Texas I, has good football. Players. I appreciate you having the courage to say that. <laughs> As a recruiting analyst here, Dave Campbell's Texas football. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Um, I did want to ask because Powers was down in Houston all last week, and you went to a camp down there, correct? Yeah, it was a little seven on seven tournament. Little baby camp. You're going to another seven on seven camp this week, right? Well, there's two things going on this weekend. Uh, well, actually, there's some big, big goings on. Friday, big I'll be at Gunter and Allen. Nice, Ooh, nice. So, uh, seeing some of the top tier programs in the DFW or North, I guess North Texas. Gunter's got some kid in the 2025 class. Um, who was um, Riley? Uh, the safety, the safety. Peacock, yeah, Peacock, Peacock. Peacock. Yeah, Colin. Colin. I think it's Peacock. Okay. Um, because that was the guy. Yeah, that Peacock problems in Atlanta. Because uh, I was on the call for the th- their title game. Yeah. And Jake Fazell was like, he's the guy. Like he's our best. He like if you were talking about our best overall athletes, him. And I'm like, really, the sophomore? Like you got Ethan Sloan, you got Ashton Bennett, you got these guys. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 the sophomore. He's the guy. Uh, so I'm interested to. to, to they got a lot coming back too. Dodd yeah, is their quarterback, right? He's yeah. coming back. Um, yes. Or yeah, that sounds I don't know right. If he was their quarterback, he looked good. I saw him at a. I saw him at a camp as well, and he looked pretty. They've had. They've had. Um, no, they're loaded for a three A team for a defending three A champ. Like they. They lose. Um, they lose those two guys, Bennett and Sloan. Uh, but a lot of the and those were like their kind of go to guys. But a lot of the 
I, I don't mean this in a demeaning way, but a lot of their worker bees yeah. are coming back, and so I think they're going to be pretty Allen's good. a pretty intriguing yeah, visit, too. too, because they've had changes. Um, they've had a quarterback move in. They've had, um, you know, some guys leave, and they're a low – I mean, they're the biggest school in Texas, so, I mean, I expect them to have some younger guys you, coming up, and there was a couple guys who I haven't really got a chance to meet yet that I'm intrigued about. Are you going to talk to um, – Lee Wigginton, as we just produced here on the, on I'm, the ho- I'm hopeful to talk to Lee Wigginton. Okay. I haven't, like, usually heading into these visits, I've confirmed the time in which interviews are going to happen when. This one is more uh, off the cuff, more I guess. moving target. Yeah. Because that is, and again, we're just producing here on the air. You'll hear our content plan here. Um, I He is a guy, and I know he's relentlessly positive, really, really positive, but I would love to to hear from him and get like a state of the state of the Eagles address from him of like, because there has been, this has been, you know, last year was obviously not up to their standards, right? They've had a lot of tumultuous things going on as far as transfers in transfers out. There's been a lot of change. He's in his second year there. I'm interested in how he feels where the program is right now. And again, I feel like I know what he's going to say because Lee Wigginton is just among the most positive guys you'll ever meet. Right. But I'm very interested to hear what he has to say after this offseason. Well, and I think that they were – the Louisville game, I think, is the game that you yeah. look at and say, well, the wheels fell off mm-hmm. here if you're an Allen fan, yeah. right? Um, but had they won that game, yeah, there'd probably be a completely different feel yeah. than what you're kind of describing. I think. I mean, I, I feel like. Yeah. It's the way that they lost that game, I think. You know? mm-hmm. um, and then as – pickle alluded there is a big seven on seven event in dallas that hosts all the top teams like all the all the teams that have all the top prospects i'm going to stop by check that out on saturday and there's potential of dropping down for the espn elite underclassmen uh camp in houston on sunday i reserve the res- i reserve the right to call an audible if i get too much content on saturday and i'm not going to be able to if i get too <laughs> much content on time. saturday i'm not and i'm not able to push any more content out or it's going to be a waste of time because i'm just going to drive There's, eight hours yeah. then i reserve the right okay. to call an audible and stay at home we'll on Sunday. See. so we'll, we'll see. see how it goes okay. I'll, keep, I'll keep you all updated thank next you. week thank you anything else pickle those are all of my final thoughts. Okay. Thank you for your thoughts. You're welcome. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Logan Thomas, the defense fan from Katie Payto for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle and Greg Powers, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.